Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 51. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. And it's been the crazy in the news uh, cycle is not uh, easing up at all. You know, every once in a while, we get a not so crazy week. Not this week. Uh, maybe next week. We'll put in the order for a not real crazy, uh, just a mellow week in the news cycle nothing crazy if we could do that that would be great i can't make any promises but so this week we'll we'll get into it um a couple of things again uh the democratic race has has pretty much come down to biden and uh bernie the uh the the two old white men representing the party of diversity yeah they they, they call the republicans the uh you know, the, the party of the old white dudes, and, and here you go. So, reality, uh, apparently Tulsi Gabbard is still in the uh, the race. There was a, a debate tonight. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'll check into some highlights tomorrow and see if it's worth anything. Maybe I'll do a midweek episode uh, to see if there's anything worth talking about in the Democrat debate. Um but I don't know if Tulsi Gabbard was on the stage or not. I had heard earlier in the week that they had changed some things up and she was not going to be on the stage. It was just going to be Bernie and Biden. I got to say that's really messed up if that's the case. Um, and maybe somebody has a little bit of a... I, I don't, no, let me take... Let me walk that back. It's not racist. We'll put it that way. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard... Again, I, I don't know exactly her ethnicity, but she doesn't seem to be just a white woman. Um, she does have some kind of uh, racial mix in, in in there. I don't know if she's what it is, but I know that's going to be the uh, accusation when it comes out. If she was not on this stage, it's going to come out either it's a sexist thing, it's a it's a racial thing, and so on. It's just a messed up thing. Reality is there's no way around the fact now that it's obvious the Democrat Party wants the the powers that be within the Democrat Party want Biden as their um, figurehead. They want him to be the 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 ensign carrier for the standard bearer. That's the word I'm looking for. Excuse me uh, for the Democrat Party. This is the guy they want. Why is beyond me because it is it, it, another thing that has become very apparent is the fact that the Joe is not in full uh, control of his mental capacities. There is something going on. 
speculation has been, and, it, and it's funny because we I've seen all this kind of speculation on the left that you know they've they've accused Trump of being um, on drugs, they've accused Trump of all kinds of other things. Nobody is saying nothing about Biden and the fact that half the time he doesn't know where he is, he doesn't know what he's running for, he doesn't know who he's married to. Um, you know, it's just it it's painfully obvious. I'm. I, I wasn't planning on watching the debate either, but if it had even been an inkling to watch it, I don't know that I could have. I, I like cringe every time I see a uh, a clip of Biden saying anything because you know it's going to be messed up somewhere in there. He's going to not know what he's doing, where he's going, where he's been, what the heck, um, whether that's dementia, whether that's uh, the beginning of, of Alzheimer's, uh, we don't know. They're not releasing anything, but it is obvious. It is painfully obvious that there is something wrong with Joe. But it's also painfully obvious that the powers that be in the Democrat Party do not want Bernie. Because here again, at this point, at this point in the race, I tweeted this out a, a week or two ago. Um, at this point in the race, it is really just a matter of how much Trump is going to win by. If it's Trump versus Bernie, he's going to be he's going to win uh, bigly. If it, if it's Trump versus Biden, he's going to win huge, right? And so it's just a matter. And neither one of these guys, nobody that the 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 Democrats have put up right now has a chance of beating Trump, unless something goes horribly wrong with the economy um you know we'll see what happens with this whole coronavirus thing that's the one thing that that they've got that they're trying to hold over him right now i've literally seen people say trump is going to go to prison over the his re his uh handling of of this people are saying it's his hurricane katrina moment if you get the the bush reference and so on um, I think he's doing as good a job as a president can do in given the, the, the situation that he's in, right? Again, I give Trump credit when Trump is doing good. I give Trump, uh, I'll critique Trump and rebuke Trump when he's, he's screwing up. This is a point where I'm like, this is, he's doing pretty much all he can do. You know, I, testing and, and so on, whatnot. You know, there's so many things that people are throwing around that is his fault. He's he's put people in place to try to figure out we we've got the CDC, we've got the the people in place to to figure this out. Trump is doing the best that he can. Is it sufficient? I don't know. Uh, again, we'll we'll get to that at the end of this episode. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about all that, but. Neither one of these guys, Tulsi Gabbard doesn't have a chance still being in the race. Uh, the one guy that I really was concerned about, obviously, the, the, the powers that be came and said, please drop out and endorse Joe. So Pete dropped out and he endorsed Joe. Uh, Kamala Harris uh, endorsed Joe, which is probably the most cringeworthy uh situation that we have because again just going back just a couple of months where she's talking about how disappointed she was with joe um because of his uh support of 
senators who were for segregation, who were against busing, that kept this poor little black girl from going to the school that she should go to because he opposed busing. And that little girl was Kamala Harris, and now she's all enthusiastic to endorse Joe. That's, again, the optics in all of this are just horrible. Horrible. And they're going to end up nominating a guy that will not be able to hold his own on a stage against Donald Trump in a debate and is going to just fall flat in a general election. So, not that I have a problem with that. Again, I mean, I, I left the Republican Party. I'm, Trump is not my guy. Um, I would much rather see someone else. I would rather see somebody uh, viable come in and primary Trump, but it's too late at this point anyway. There have been a few, Joe Walsh and somebody else that were pointless. I mean, I would have loved to have seen a Ted Cruz or somebody, even I would have even gone with Marco Rubio uh, to come in and uh, primary Trump, but it didn't happen. So there's all kinds of talk about, okay, who's going to be running mate, likely going to be Liz Warren. I can't imagine anybody else. (laughs) If you really want to, um, you know, uh, go troll level 850, you know, um, Biden and Harris would be, um, a ridiculous, uh, pairing, but I could see it happening. Uh, Biden, Buttigieg, any one of these people who was on the stage, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with a woman because again, party of diversity, they probably need to get a little bit of, uh, people of color in there so that I, I can, I, honestly see either one of these guys choosing Kamala Harris as their running mate. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things they want to find somebody that's going to give them help in other States. Kamala Harris is from California. That That's a given for either one of these guys. So, which could mean they go with Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll see where they go with this, but likely going to be a female, um, or somebody, some person of color, uh, Andrew Yang, uh, Cory Booker, somebody. But my my absolute prediction is that it's going to be female. I'm I'm banking on the fact that either one of these guys is going to pick Warren as their running mate. Uh, if that were the case, I could even see Biden dropping out at some point and and letting Warren take uh, the the main stage there. So we'll see. Should be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, in other news, uh, Rudy Gobert, apparently the third confirmed case from Utah, uh, of coronavirus. And here's the thing. Uh, so Rudy and Donnie, we got the two of them on there. Um, both Donnie Mitchell, my daughter's two favorite players, the two players, she's three. Um, the only two players she can pick out on site, um, on the TV, she knows exactly who they are. Um, these are her guys. Uh, I got a great video of her just giddy watching a basketball game because of Rudy and Donnie Mitchell. Um, sitting watching the All-Star game with her. And uh, I must have said it or something, but then somewhere along the line, she's shouting at the TV as I'm shouting at the TV. She's like, give Get Donnie and Rudy back in this game. I loved it. So 
These guys both have uh, tested uh, positive for COVID-19, the coronavirus COVID-19. Oh, so scary, it seems. You could kill us all. You're the flu extreme. There you go. You'll never get that out of your head. Um, <laughs> uh, COVID-19. COVID-19. So they've tested positive. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Um and with that, the the big deal was the fact that Rudy, the like the day before, um, they shut down the uh, the game in Oklahoma City. Uh, Rudy had been here in in Utah. Um, they had been talking about the coronavirus, about COVID nineteen, and he was going around touching all the microphones, and it was a joke. It truly was, and 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 a hundred percent honesty. I would have done the exact same thing. That's the kind of guy I am. I really would have. I'm like, I've already made jokes about, you know, walking over to guys at work and, and leaning over and breathing on them and stuff like that. They're jokes. Inconsiderate, maybe. Um, but no, man, Rudy got hammered, especially a couple days later when suddenly here he is testing positive for, for COVID-19. Initially, they were saying it was either uh, Royce O'Neal or somebody else. I can't remember which other player they said it was, but then it turned out that it was um, it was Donnie Mitchell was the other player that had uh, come up positive. So with all that, Rudy did come out. He did apologize. He did um, make a statement. Uh, he is donating a lot of money to help pay the hourly workers that are out of money at this point because uh, the defensive player of the year just shut everything down. Everything got shut down because Rudy Gobert got a little bit sick and he got tested positive for the coronavirus. So what did they do? They... Shut them down. Shut them down. They shut them down. They shut everything down. So the NBA has postponed their season. Uh, NCAA, they were initially going to do all the games without a crowd, but then obviously they thought about how horrible the echo would be in a huge stadium of those uh, squeaky shoes on the floor with no bodies to absorb it. So they just said, "Now nah, we're going to shut them down. We're just going to cancel the whole thing. Uh, so tear up your brackets, uh, no March Madness, no NCAA Day tournament. Um, and, you know, here I, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, um, University of Utah's year. Um, no, no, I didn't. Um, I, I think every year is going to be their year. But no, not, not this year. Nobody's year. Nobody's going to be champion this year. And who knows? I mean, it's just... So... NASCAR's not racing. I mean, so I'm trying to find the balance in myself between how much of this is just good, considerate, uh, you know, whatever. Apparently, the the um, incubation period for COVID-19 is very long. So you can have it for up to two weeks before you ever show symptoms and you may never show symptoms. Uh, apparently you can just have this and be carrying it and giving it to everybody that's around you. So 
they're they're shutting down all these things of huge gatherings, but yet airports are still open. And please, I hope they stay open for another week because I got to fly out of here on Friday, fly back on Sunday, and I really don't want to get caught up in a, a thing where I can't uh, do the traveling that I need to do. Um, so, side rabbit trail there. Um, airports are still open. Grocery stores are still open. We're watching, seeing Walmart curbing their hours. Um, but all these other places where there are major gathering of people, everybody's freaking out. So there's, there's thousands of people bum rushing, uh, Costco and Walmart buying up all the toilet paper. Why are you people buying all the toilet paper? It's not even their thing. It's not even a thing with coronavirus. It's not like you're going to get the, the squirts or anything like that. It's not part of what this does. Why are you buying up all the toilet paper? And so here we were joking about it and stuff because, I mean, I live with, with five females. Um, three of them are adults and one of them is potty trained. So do the math. Every time they use the bathroom, they use toilet paper. I only use it about 25% of the time. When I go visit the room, I only need that stuff a little bit. But we go through a lot of toilet paper in a month, a week, whatever. But we, so we always buy a good amount. So we were making jokes about all the people going out there and buying up all the toilet paper. Then we've decided, well, maybe we should look and see how much we actually have. And we might run out because we weren't freaking out and going and all the rest of y'all bought it all. So, um, I may be having to, uh, borrow <laughs> from the, from the office supply. May I have to leave a couple of bucks there? What, what we'll, we'll get by. But so people are going crazy. They're going to Costco. They're going here. They're going there again, causing huge crowds that they're canceling in other places, but they're creating them in these other places where they can continue to pass on the virus and whatever and so on. So um, rather than just stay home, if you're sick, stay home. Wash your filthy hands. Uh, you know, it is a good idea not to touch your face until you've washed your hands. Um, so it's just simple. The same things we would do with the flu with with uh, common colds, you know, sneeze into your elbow, uh, cover your mouth when you cough. If you are sick, don't go to work. Don't go to work. I, and, and again, I, I, I got to be talking to myself because I'm the guy that unless I'm like on the ground dying, doubled over in fetal position on the bathroom floor, I'm going to get up and go to work. I mean... For the last three years now that I've got a daughter, I've had to take sick days for her where she's been sick and nobody's been able to stay with her. So I've had to take a day off. But I mean, I've, in the time that I've worked at the, the company I work at five years, just over five years, I have every sick day I have taken has been for my daughter. I took all my sick time in 2016, the year she was born. I took, um, I think I took a day in 2017 to stay home with her. I took uh, I literally all, all three of my days, my sick days in 2018, um, two of my sick days in 2019, 
got to manage to get one of those to roll over. So all the sick days I've taken have been because my, why am I talking about that? That's just, I'm the guy that will go to work no matter what, unless I am just really, really, I mean, I'll go to work sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, you know, the whole thing that I should be at home in bed, taking NyQuil for, I'm at work. Time to change the attitude. Because again, I enter people's homes. I go into people's homes to do inspections, to do services. I'm around people at work. Um, there are a couple of people who are uh, over the age of, of concern <laughs> that I work with. We'll just we'll put it nicely like that. Um, right? And so being considerate of your neighbor is really a good thing to do. Uh, we canceled church this week, uh, and we're canceling it for the next two weeks, um, which I didn't think we would do. And of course there are going to be those people who are coming at you and oh, you don't trust God and yada, yada, yada. no, we're just trying to love our neighbors the best we can. I great respect for the elders. And, and fortunately I am no longer an elder in my church because I stepped down and I did not have to be part of that decision-making because I think sometimes I, I, I probably would not have made the right decision. Praise God for the wisdom of the elders in our church and doing what they did. Um, you know, it, it, you're going you're gonna to catch attitude and, and opinions from both directions. But I am, I'm grateful for, for their willingness to say, we want to take care of and truly love our neighbor to the point where we're going to say, okay, we won't have these huge gatherings that put us in. Because again, I'm the guy, I'm always the guy at the door, whether I'm assigned to be there or not. I'm always at the front door saying hi to people, shaking hands as they come in, because that's who I am. Um, I love the people in my church. I love the people in that, that community. And uh, so I want to be smiling and, and, and being welcoming and shaking hands, asking how they're, that's, but now it's, we're at a place where don't shake hands, don't, you know, give a peace sign, give a wave, toe tap, elbow nudge, whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, you know, right. But I, I really, I mean, even in the last couple of days, I've probably shaken more hands than I, than I need to. Um, because that's where I come from. That's that's handshakes are are, are good. Um, but again, I've washed my hands quite a bit. I have a joke on my Facebook page, a meme that was up there, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Terminator and the robotic hand, and this is my hand after washing it, you know, 126 times for 20 seconds. I am very considerate of my brothers and sisters, and so I am washing my hands quite a bit. Um, I have not shown any. Why are we, why is it we making this about me? Here's the deal. Be considerate. Do what you got to do. Stay home if you have to. But don't, we don't, there's no need to panic. I was talking to this about with my wife just a little bit ago. I love the analogy Steve Dace gave. And I may have mentioned this last week because I think I got it uh, at that time too. But the analogy that Steve Dace made, I do not believe... And again, this is my opinion. I'm not, but as I look at the statistics and so on, I don't think COVID-19 is going to kill as many people in a year, in this year, as the flu did. You know, we've got high rates of, of deaths from the flu and stuff like that. 
I don't think this is that huge, but what is happening and because of the way the virus is transmitted and so on, it's happening in a very, a much smaller time period. So the analogy that he gave is it was like getting your entire year's worth of snowfall in one day. It's a crazy situation and we are seeing people rapidly getting this, this, this virus. It's progressing and then we are seeing the people dying who are dying. And I should have looked this up, but I'm going to ask you to bear with me for just a minute. And I'm going to look up the official uh, count of what the U.S. has has gone through at this point. Um, we're going to look at deaths in the U.S. And let's just take a look and see. Um, as of 32 minutes ago, U.S. coronavirus death toll reaches 61 um, and has reached 49 states. Um, let's see. 49 states, Washington, D.C., and Puerto Rico. Uh, there are 3,244 confirmed cases and 61 coronavirus related deaths in the country as of this Sunday, as of today, um, global, globally, 162,000. Um, oh, that's not good. We don't need weird noises coming out of this. Oh, stop. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm just trying to get the, the info. Um, stop. Okay. There we go. Live podcasting. Isn't it so much fun? Um, 162,000 uh, confirmed cases globally, 5,800 deaths. So, I mean, those numbers sound huge, but, I mean, they're, the, they're, they're common numbers that we get from the flu, from other things, from heart disease, from all kinds of stuff. Now, granted, this is different. This is, I mean, not much different than the flu. Uh, you know, it's it's... The flu extreme, as he got in my little uh, verse for the song. Um, but this is this it should not be at panic mode. It should be at the point where we are being considerate, doing the things that should be done. But why are I don't understand, and I really do truly think it is media driven. It is poor information driven panic that is happening with people and I mean it's it, it's sad to watch but again as Christians because that's what this show is about this is we talk about what we do looking at these things from a Christian worldview and how should we react I think we should react the way that our elders did we are courteous um, understanding of the community and the needs we we understand that we have brothers and sisters who are elderly who are, are we have brothers and sisters who are immunocompromised we have brothers and sisters who uh, have asthma and other respiratory things that would would cause them to be at a greater risk so the easy thing to do and the, the you know again don't hear me say easy is like it's the the easy out or whatever it is the most convenient and the most caring and loving thing we can do I mean Canceling church for three weeks can can be a scary situation for some for some churches. You you know, 
what happens to giving? Luckily, the majority of our giving is online. What happens, you know, with, with, you know, prayers and visitations and, and so on? What about the visitors who show up at the church on, on Sunday and the doors are locked? What do we do? What do we do? We, we look at the, the best case of what we can do to show love to our brother and sister. We still trust God. We still have faith in God. Uh, but we do what they did at our church. You know, you provide other means of, of giving people. Our, our pastor recorded the sermon, put it out on the app. He sat in his office and played some worship songs so people could worship and, and pray together. And it got pushed out on the app so as a family we could gather together. I admit, I, I took advantage of the fact that I didn't have to get up and go in and, and uh, be a greeter or anything else. Didn't have to be there early. And I slept in. My wife made the comment I was late to, to church at home. Okay. Um, I took advantage of the fact that I could sleep in and we watched, or well, we listened to the sermon uh, together um, as a family. And then I also watched it again later on that morning because, you know, I have a three-year-old daughter who is much more uh, willing to run around and be distracted, distracting at home than she would have been in church. So um, I think we were, there's a, there's a less panicked way to handle this. And it, it truly is avoid people. If you're feeling sick, avoid people who, who might be compromised, even if you're not feeling sick. You know, I mean, my mother-in-law is, is not a spring chicken anymore. And, you know, we went to the movies the other day and we asked her, invited her to go. And she's like, well, no, probably not. Okay. You know, she could have gone with us because we had the theater to ourselves. We saw the call of the wild, pretty good movie. Um, if you remember reading the book as a kid, go see it. I don't remember much of the book, so I don't know how well it followed it, but great movie. We had the theater to ourselves. me, my wife and my daughter could have taken my mother-in-law along. I'm sure she would have enjoyed it, but Again, she decided to stay home um, to avoid coming into contact with people who could give her this. And with her being of advanced age, she's more susceptible and, and we want to keep her around for a while. So doing those things, avoiding people who, who, you, who are uh, more susceptible and more vulnerable to it. Um, but you don't have to buy up all the toilet paper. Keep hand sanitizer. You don't have to buy it all. Um, and uh, yeah, eat healthy, be healthy, uh, wash your wash your filthy hands, and uh, preach the gospel at all times. Use words; they're necessary. And until next week, soli deo gloria. Mm-hmm.